Good afternoon. Welcome to the One America podcast. This is your host, Sophia Nelson. Today is August the 2nd, 2020. Happy August. The dog days of summer are upon us. Of course, this hasn't been a normal summer for any of us. Uh, Usually vacations, travel, uh, we can't do a lot of that. As the death toll continues to rise, as the infection rate from COVID-19 continues to rise throughout America, I want to remind everyone to wear your mask when you go out, to social distance, spread apart even more than six feet. When you're inside and you have friends over or family over, make sure they wear a mask. Make sure you're sanitizing. Make sure you have plenty of hand sanitizer, hand washing available. I attended a funeral of uh, a dear family friend, like an aunt, like a second mom, uh, last weekend in New Jersey. And um, after the funeral and the repast, large family, a large amount of friends and extended family. And they had an outdoor tent. They had the table socially distanced. They had literal washing state stations uh, outside, stations, sorry, um, outside. And um, I'd never seen anything like it. You can buy them apparently on Amazon. They're water below and then you, you, you kind of step on the pedal and um, the water comes out. It's a sink. There was soap um, and no one got sick. Uh, very important. They had an outdoor bathroom facility. So folks, we can connect. We can be together, but we have to practice safety. This virus is virulent. It's serious and you need to pay attention. If you haven't had a chance yet, you really should uh, become a member of the Daily Beast where I write every week as a senior columnist. And I had a really good piece on Louisiana State University's, um, what they're doing and how they're testing and the health disparities that they are mitigating. And more importantly, working to come up with a vaccine and to do other things that will help with this virus. Uh, We had a great Twitter chat last week on Wednesday. You can follow the hashtag at LSUHS. Uh, and you can read the piece that I wrote in the Daily Beast. Good piece, uh, gives you a good sense of what it means to have viral loads and all these kind of things that a lot of us don't understand. So I want to encourage you to do it. But today I wanted to come on. I normally don't do a podcast on Sundays. Sundays are sacred. It's a time for replenishing and refreshing. But I haven't been on in a minute because I'm on book writing sabbatical, working on book number four and five at the same time uh, to come out one in 2021 and the next one in 2022. And, uh, but I wanted to get on and talk about sexual assault in the military and sexual harassment in the military. I have a piece out today in the Daily Beast. It's pinned to my Twitter feed. It's on all of my Facebook pages. Um, and it's about the young private Vanessa Gillian who was murdered uh, horrifically by a fellow soldier who, when accosted, shot himself to death. And it appears that he had help from another woman, God forbid, who was not enlisted, as was she and the soldier who we believe killed her. Um, But I wanted to talk about this today because sexual assault in the military must end. It must stop. As I talk about in my article, um, I'm from a military family, Army Strong, all the way. Father, grandfather, brother, uncles, uh, cousins, all Army. And um, we love the army in our family. We have served proudly. I can trace ancestors dating back to the Civil War uh, on my mother's side and on my father's side, interestingly. And so 
Uh, we are patriotic. We love our flag. We love our country. But I want to deal with this issue. Um, what happened to Vanessa must never happen to another young woman in the United States military. I interviewed probably two dozen women, many of who I knew going back to my high school days who had enlisted or became officers, NCOs, etc. And there was consistency from the 80s through now on the sexual harassment, the climate, the abuse, the verbal abuse, the violence. Uh, I knew at least two women who are now 100% service-connected pay. Uh, and what that means is they're 100% service-connected. And that means that they are, it's just like if you got wounded in battle. It's just like if you were disabled and the army paid you for an injury to your ear or to your legs or whatever. They have to now compensate women who are the victims of sexual assault and sexual violence in the same way. And it's common, folks. Um, and I want to talk about this because what happened to Vanessa is horrific. Because Vanessa asked for help. She went up through her chain of command. She said she was being harassed. I don't know if it wasn't taken seriously. I don't know if it wasn't looked into. But what I know is she ended up dead in the most horrific way. Dismembered. My God. My heart goes out to her parents and her brothers and sisters who have, God bless them, fought for her. The I Am Vanessa Gillian Act um, is now something that Congress needs to pass quickly. And that act basically says that when a young female soldier or officer reports sexual harassment, they don't have to do it through their chain of command because that creates problems because mostly the chain of command is men. And some sergeants take this seriously. Some uh, officers take it seriously. Others do not. It's frowned upon. It uh, hurts unit cohesiveness and on and on and on. Uh, I interviewed someone on background who actually works at the Pentagon and who was willing to talk to me, of course, with no name but rank. And um, I was horrified at what I found out about the culture in the military. And someone who's very close to me told me candidly, an officer, that, Sophia, we do training all the time in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard. But we will never get rid of this culture of sexual assault and sexual harassment. And I, I understand the point. Because, of course, we will never fix it in, in our larger culture. Sexual assault and rape of women and girls happens every few minutes in the world and in America. Sexual trafficking, uh, pornography, revenge porn. Folks, we have a problem. And the problem is men. And I've been saying this for decades. And for some reason, it doesn't resonate. And you know why? Because men control the media. Men control the institutions. Men control... Uh, our university systems and how we respond and react to things. We have a sick culture of men, men, and we love men. We love our husbands. We love our brothers. We love our boyfriends. We love our fathers, uncles, etc. However, comma, we have a problem with violence against women, the way women are talked about, the way women are treated, the way women are objectified. No young woman should take an oath to the flag and to the Constitution of the United States of America and in her earnest, uh, patriotic heart wants to serve in whatever role she's going to serve in. And then she has to worry about being assaulted, raped, or murdered at the hands of a fellow soldier? Come on, America, we can do better than that. I'm emotional about this because I have 
a member of my family who's about to go serve her country. And I am petrified. And that should not be the response. The response should be that we're proud, that we're honored, that we're excited for her. Instead, we're worried because we understand that if this is still happening in 2020, and again, uh, I share in this article, and please read it. It'll cost you a dollar to join the Daily Beast. Great content. Um, you know, Newsweek Daily Beast does some really good stuff. Uh, most websites now, whether it's the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Daily News, all the places that I write for, you've got to have a subscription after one or two articles. Don't cheat yourself out of content because um, you don't want to spend a buck or two. Spend it. It's the way we do it now. But... This article is important and I want you to not just read it. I want you to share it. I want you to talk about it. I share a story of a family friend, uh, Lisa Bryant. Uh, her murder happened in the early 1990s. She was a young officer uh, assigned temporarily to Fort Bragg. She had uh, graduated Princeton with honors. She was on her way to her actual assignment, but was at Bragg for a number of weeks. Some sergeant, first sergeant, fixated on her, uh, approached her. Of course, she was an officer. He was a sergeant. Uh, There could be no fraternization. She was not interested. Uh, And when he didn't get his way, he stalked her. Literally, she was on a phone in a hallway. We're talking early 90s. We still had phones uh, in the hallway, pay phones. And took her uh, at gunpoint to his room to rape her and to sodomize her. She fought back. She got away. He shot her to death with a 357 Magnum. Her parents, Wilbert and Emily Bryant, uh, still live here in Northern Virginia. Her father, a retired colonel in the Army, uh, worked for President Bush in the Department of Education. Uh, some of the best people you ever will meet in your life to have such a horrific tragedy happen. Army family. Uh, Lisa's been gone a long time there. Her murderer got life uh, sentence. Uh, They couldn't give him the death penalty because there wasn't agreement in the jury pool. Imagine that. Uh, Because there were people who thought what he did was horrible, but he was a good soldier. Are you freaking kidding me? And so that's the culture we have, folks. Right now going on. Hold on. Let me take a sip of coffee. Right now going on, Vice President Biden is going to pick his vice presidential running mate this week. And there's been a lot of hoopla and a lot of pushback about women and ambition. Now, wait a minute. Hold up. Are you really telling me that you don't believe that in 2020 a woman can be ambitious? Because any woman like me who's an attorney or a doctor or an engineer or a principal of a school district, a lobbyist, a dentist... A politician, a governor, a senator, a a congresswoman, you don't believe those women are ambitious? Because I got to tell you what, you don't get to those heights in your life if you don't have ambition. Ambition is okay for men. Why isn't it okay for women? I can't even freaking believe that I'm having this discussion in 2020, in the 21st century, that we are still dealing with male patriarchy, male sexual harassment, male sexual intimidation. Guys, you got to pull it together. This toxic masculinity stuff you're doing is, it's not only wrong, it's sick. It's not going to serve you well. You're going to go to jail. You're going to get sued. No one's going to hire you. Stop. Just stop it. You do not have the right to take a woman's life 
because you wanted to date her and she said no. We know another family that lost a sister, a daughter, to that yoga incident that happened down in Florida a number of years ago when the psycho went in and shot up a bunch of women having yoga because his girlfriend broke up with him. There were innocent women in there doing nothing but going to yoga class. This stuff happens all the time and most of it doesn't even get reported because we've accepted it as normal. I gotta tell you, it's not normal and damn it, it's not okay. You let something happen to the member of my family that's going in the military, we're gonna have a situation because I'm gonna raise holy hell if anybody touches a hair on her head, even looks at her the wrong way. And we all know how I can be. I'm like a dog with a bone. You mess with somebody I love and I'm gonna hurt you and I'm not gonna let it go. So I am calling on all of us who are women, journalists, reporters, columnists, to weigh in on this, to demand that Congress pass the act. One of the few things good I can say about President Trump, and there are very few good things that I say about President Trump, is that he met with Vanessa's family this past week, and he must have had a moment where he was very touched and told his her mother that if they didn't have enough money to pay for her barrel, he would personally help. And I thought that was actually a good thing. I wish that Donald Trump would show up more. I wish that Donald Trump uh, would lead this country through this COVID crisis and show some empathy and compassion and humanity. It would serve him well, but I think that ship has sailed. Uh, but let me say this, that Vanessa's mother, I have no idea the horror uh, that that family must feel. The horror of their young daughter who only wanted to serve her country. She loved being in the army. She's a beautiful young woman, a beautiful kid, and she's dead now. Fort Hood has some answering to do. Fort Hood has problems. They have a lot of murders and death and crime on that base. Who are we letting into the army, folks? What, what's the process? Are we checking people out mentally and emotionally? Are we uh, screening them properly? Are we letting predators in, people with criminal records, uh, with, with psychological problems? We better tighten this ship up. These are our servicemen and women. And it's not fair to the men who serve in uniform, who are honorable, good soldiers, to have these psychotic sociopaths among them attacking women. And men, let me say this to you. When you see something, say something. When you see a man being inappropriate with a woman, pull him up. When you see a man physically threatening or menacing a woman, tell him to stop or you're going to knock his block off. Get involved. Say something. Do not create a toxic culture where men know that if they do this stuff, other men aren't going to call them on it. Cut it out. Be accountable. Hold them accountable. You, you may have a daughter someday. You have a sister. You have a mom. You have aunts. Would you want somebody to do that to them? Poor Vanessa Gillian. My heart breaks. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I'm outraged. Because I heard from woman after woman after woman. Women now my age in their 50s, women in their 30s, women in their 20s who are either enlisted now, officers now, or have served, and not a one of them didn't have a story about some toxic officer or NCO or some enlisted person who was vulgar. Um, in some cases, men would have pornography and they would share it openly and, and humiliate the women and degrade them and debase them uh, because they felt entitled to do so. So my rant is over. 
But this is serious and we need to act responsibly and we need to be accountable and we need to hold Fort Hood, Fort Bragg, all these major forts, all the branches from the Army to the Navy to the Air Force to the Marines and the Coast Guard accountable. The service academies have the same problems. I have a girlfriend whose daughter, uh, ROTC, at a college here in Virginia, and when she was on maneuvers her first year, the first summer after ROTC, she was sexually assaulted by a fellow ROTC cadet who is now in prison. But again, this is happening often. I'm calling on our joint chiefs, on our military breasts. Senator Martha McSally from Arizona was raped while she was a young officer in the Air Force by a fellow officer. Senator Joni Ernst was sexually assaulted when she was in uh, the Air National Guard as a young woman. I believe it was the Army National Guard. Uh, but I didn't put her in the article because uh, she was not assaulted by someone in uniform. It was someone she was dating. But at the end of the day, um, I really need for us to take this seriously. No young woman should lose her life at the hands of a fellow soldier. She signs up to fight the enemy, the Taliban, ISIS, Russia, China, the enemies of the United States of America. She doesn't sign up to have her life snuffed out, to be sexually assaulted and violated by another soldier in uniform. Men, we have a problem and we need to begin to talk about this. You have to stop the toxic masculinity where you let other men rape, abuse, violate other women. You know about it and you look the other way because you don't want to lose your bro card. That's outrageous. You want that to happen to your daughter, your sister, your mother, your aunt? No, of course not. So don't let it happen to somebody else's daughter, sister, aunt, mother. Don't. Speak up. Say something. Fight for the honor of your fellow soldiers. This shouldn't even be something that we have to discuss. I'm appalled that I had to write the piece. I'm appalled that I have to talk about this. I'm going to get some women on uh, when the podcast comes back on in the fall. And uh, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk with some women in uniform. We're going to talk with some people who've retired. And I'm going to let you hear their voices. I was in tears listening to the stories because I was horrified that these are women who just wanted to serve their country. And, and they had to deal with all of this and still serve their country. God bless them. Thank you. Fellas, I know many of you are disgusted by this too. You're appalled by it as well. You don't like it either. Say something. Do something. Get involved. Get engaged. My heart goes out to Vanessa's family. Uh, that's not going to be enough. Uh, I pray that she is in a better, peaceful place. No young woman, no young man should lose their life at that age and lose their life in such a horrific horrific manner. Um, it's evil. It's pure evil. It's beyond just wrong and immoral and illegal and criminal. It's evil. We have evil walking among us on a Sunday when we worship God and we try to read the word and, and try to fellowship as we're all in this pandemic and can't really get out to our houses of worship. Evil walks among us. And the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. When you see something, you say something. When you see something, you get involved, even if it means at your own peril. 
because I would want someone to do that for me. I would want something to do. I would want someone to do that for my nieces. I would want someone to do that for my mother or my aunts or my grandmother or for me. So I'm going to get involved if I see some wrong. If I see somebody assaulting somebody's child or doing something, I'm getting involved. It may cost me my life. It may get me hurt. It's okay. Because we need to be willing to lay down our lives. Lay down something that we care about for the well-being of others. Um, I hope you guys are staying safe. I know this has been rough. We are at over 155,000 dead Americans. And we haven't even hit the fall flu season. Please, folks. Heed the CDC guidelines. Follow your state's guidance. Be careful. Be smart. Take heed. Stop treating this as if it's some kind of joke. This is not a joke. This is serious. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Social distance. Sanitize everything in the house at least once a week. Every door handle. Every light switch. Every everything. Take this seriously. I want you guys to be okay, but I had to get on today and talk about Vanessa. Um, If you don't know her story, you need to know it. Read my piece. Google it. You'll find out about her. Find out how you can help her family. I think there's a fund set up. And let's raise our voices so that no young woman ever, 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 ever faces something like this again. When A woman says that she's being assaulted. It should be taken seriously. When a woman says she's being harassed, it should be taken seriously. And shame on the Army. Shame on the Navy. Shame on the Air Force. Shame on the Coast Guard. Shame on the Marines when they don't handle this. Because disaster ensues. We have a problem with young men in sexual aggression, sexual violence, sexual perversion, pornography addictions. It's not healthy. We have got to begin to talk about this as a culture and as a society. We've got to help our young men to deal with these emotions and these feelings and not understanding that rejection is a normal part of life. I had guys break up with me that I really liked. I didn't go stalk them. I didn't cut their tires. I didn't break their windows out. That's crazy. You, You move on. And God knows you don't ever push yourself on someone that isn't interested in you. We have to deal with this. We have to do this for Vanessa's sake and for every young woman that's ever been assaulted and treated like this. It's not okay. Thinking of Lisa today. Lisa Bryant, a bright light gone from us tragically and too soon. Um, And I know there's not a day that goes by that her parents don't feel that pain, that her parents don't miss her. And I love the Bryants and... um, I'm sorry that they had to experience something like that, that their baby girl had to experience something like that. Seems like stuff hasn't changed from 1992 to 2020, and that's a problem. Folks, we got to do better. We have to speak up. We have to put an end to to sexual discrimination and, and gender discrimination and gender violence and all the things that we're still dealing with from time immortal. Uh, this matters. It's important. Well, you guys have a good rest of the summer. We'll be back in the fall. God bless you and keep you until we meet again.